Venus I don't drink Hennessy. What? Would you like? I, don't, I mean, Hennessy. I don't drink at all. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to, to all the Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you say Hennessy yeah. users? See, and that's exactly how this users. episode is going to kick <laughs> off. Okay, shout out to the Hennessy drinkers. Right. All right. I'm just saying. If y'all, word, if y'all want to know the energy we're coming in with okay, today. Okay, all right. <laughs> Or, I mean, Tito's, what do you, what do you want me to do? I just drink again. Hey, right? man, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I ain't fault to you. That is for, so funny. I ain't fault to you for, for drinking again. But no dark liquor. They ain't we sponsor just, us, though. Okay, yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. If you want to exactly. sponsor us, please let us know. Hennessy or Tito's would sponsor us. We, we give you a shout. Who's Tito's? Uh, Tito's, <laughs> vodka. Tito's vodka. Oh, vodka. Uh, vodka yeah. that, that just goes to show what I drink. Um, Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least I know what it is. <laughs> Ooh, we all right, all right, all right. We are back, season three. Happy New Year. Welcome. Happy back. New Year. I guess yes. that's yes. to say. Yes. And also happy Black History Month. Yes. For yes. sure. Absolutely. Power to the people. Absolutely. Every day. Um, Every day. Yeah, so first of all, it's good to be back, man. I feel like wonderful to be back. It's been years. Well, you know, January for felt like a year for a lot of people. Truly. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but yeah, good to be back. Um, we have a special, special guest, Grand Rapids' own, your favorite DJ, favorite DJ, yes. Asia Horn, aka Venus Flytrap. Yes. Yes. What up, though? What up, though? What up? <laughs> glad to have you. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Yes, yes. So I guess when I think about like Grand Rapids, like like they're staple people in the city right like okay like you know this person you know this person like you are one of the people that come to mind for me oh my gosh um, so definitely definitely that. like a, a staple absolutely yes. i feel like and i, I think also that. like people that are like about the city and want to put on the city and you know make it better than what it is um something i've definitely noticed as well too um Thank you. you're welcome uh so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to not just getting to know you in general but i think aside from like being that you're, I think I feel like most people know you as a DJ. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you do some other things as well. That I'm looking forward to getting into. So, um, yeah, kind of talk to us about like specifically in terms of DJ and music. Like, what is how did that journey begin for you? For sure, for sure. Well, just wanted to thank y'all again for having me. Like, I love this podcast and Appreciate the conversations that. that you guys start. Thank and you guys are a staple in the city. So definitely. I feel like everybody who, you know, wants to get things moving in the city will probably move by here. You know, we're honored to have you for Absolutely. sure. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with DJing, I would say that my journey started like, um, in high school mm-hmm. because you remember like during the pep rallies when mm-hmm. like the, the friends would get together get the dance routine like hey yep. mm-hmm. so me and my friends were the dance routine friends mm-hmm. okay and of course one of the friends would have to edit the music 
for the routine. Right, so right, right. I would always be the friend like, oh, I can do it. And I always found ways to like creatively, you mm. know, um, put together music. So I was using mm. programs like Windows uh, Movie Maker. Oh, mm, wow, that's that's a throwback. Truly, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because wow. it had the, you know, audio track. <laughs> yeah. So I would just like sync up songs. It wouldn't even be like fades. Well, sometimes it would be fades, but I would try to, you know, really mix a song in right. Windows Movie Maker because that's what I saw. Yeah. You know, so it started from there. Um, in college, I pledged AKA at Grand Valley State. Okay, okay. And um, we would have parties. Mm-hmm. Yep, we would have parties at, at our little uh, sorority house that a couple of us were living at, and I would be the one playing the music. Bada boom, yep. bada boom. Nice. And back then, I'm even surprised that I did it this way, but just connecting the aux to a laptop. And, you know, normally people mm-hmm. would just play off a playlist. Yeah. But right, I, right, right. I would have two YouTube windows open. Whoa. And I would play one song and I would fade it out. And I would, you know, nice. try to really, oh, you know, blend it in. Exactly. So really just being resourceful, I yeah. guess, using the things that I knew how to use. But I was always touching music, always making playlists, you nice. know. Mm-hmm. And um, it just came about um, when I was recently out of a relationship. And I just knew I was like, I really want to, you know, find some more creative hobbies. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I found myself always like critiquing DJs mm. like at the parties like mm, that transition I don't yeah, know yeah. you know or, or I probably would have mixed that. this with this right yeah. or, or if, if you vibing and be like ooh right, I like exactly. how they did that you yeah. know so I will always be in the mix with the DJ mm. so um I had a couple friends up here who were DJing and I was like, Hey, can I shadow you at a couple gigs? You know, see how right. it is. And once I just started leaning more into like what it truly took, mm. it just mm. started rolling from there. Nice. So I want to kind of take it like back, back. Was there like something growing up? Like was music big in your household? Like was there, you know, certain things that kind of made that like a. Absolutely. Um, and especially with old school music, mm. Because um, I was born in Flint. Okay. I have a lot of family who still live in Flint. And there's an old school radio station called 92.7. Okay. So old school all the time. That's all I would hear on the radios, like at my grandma's house, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just always gravitated like, ooh, old school, just grooving. Like yeah. I always yeah. loved old school. So even like at my um, high school like open house you remember when you would invite people you know and they bring the gifts mm-hmm. my whole high school open house playlist all old school you mm-hmm. know old school r&b <clears throat> old school r&b okay. like isley brothers isley brothers mm-hmm. is my okay. favorite band okay. um and i just really gravitated towards like 70s 80s nice. music okay. so always grew up around with that influence but with my parents, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my mom used to listen to Mary J. Blige. Like, I could hear mm-hmm. that. Wow. Yeah, I, I could hear that in, like, my um, childhood, like, birthday videos. And somebody would bring out the camcorder. Like, I would hear that, mm-hmm. you know, playing in the back. And all of just that, like, 90s, because I was yeah, born in 91. Yeah. yeah. So, it was all around. Wow. For sure. That's crazy. Um, So, was... I guess DJ or experimenting with music like your first creative medium? No. Mm. No. What was that? My first creative medium was, I would say, graphic design. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm a self-taught graphic designer. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the, like, how did that, 
that come about? Like, you know, what transition. was the inspiration? Or the transition? Yeah, when did that begin yeah, yeah, for you? Even yeah. That too. yeah, yeah. So graphic design started even before, like, I started to really take an interest um, in music, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. But um, I was a computer kid, you know, like, mm-hmm. all those computer kids who would rather be inside. And right, I was right. always on, like, the message boards. And, yep. <laughs> you know, yes, throw back to the message boards, you yeah, know. Boys, exactly. Right. It was an era, for it's sure. It's truly yes, it an era. You had Man. to be there. Man. What a time, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was the, those message boards to where people had, like, signatures with, like, pictures that they had put together. And I was like, ooh. Mm. I was like, I want to make one, you know. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded Paint Shop Pro. And I, I was probably, wow. yeah, That's I was probably, exactly. it was the program right before Photoshop. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And, um, wow. I remember just like finding a code, you know, trying yep. to, you know, download it to my, um, computer. But after I saw like, Ooh, I like putting pictures together. Like I like, you know, what I can do with that. Mm-hmm. So after I found out and started, you know, playing around with that and plus, you know, my space when you're like coding your page and all yeah. that. So I was all up my in that. Space, yeah. yeah. And it's what like, you want to design your header, you know, <laughs> all, all that stuff. My you space know? was definitely coded. Oh, definitely coded. Yeah. And shout out to Black Planet too. Cause I was definitely yeah. on Black Planet. Ah, <laughs> so yes. Good. So good. So I, oh, I know. Oh, Nothing. Oh my! So, wow. Yes, that's great. Yes. I knew a snippet of that. Oh like, yeah. So you were like in the beginning stages. Oh of yes. All this. Oh yes. Wow. Cool like, question. What was the difference like between Black Planet? Like which one came first? Black Planet then MySpace came first. MySpace. Okay. Yep. And then Black Planet, of course, started. Right it. Yeah. Right it was like, well, we want to. Have some, yeah. you know, yeah. so, you for, know us. Right. for us, you know, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, Black Planet. So, I was just starting to find opportunities to where I could, you know, design things. Mm. And, um, in high school, I remember for sure, for sure, I had ran for homecoming court, mm. and that's yeah. when I started getting into, I guess, like personal marketing because mm. I designed my own, um, posters like vote for asia oh, wow. like you know yeah so I, I was designing my own stuff my friends saw and were like oh can you design our party flyer you know right, so right, i just right. started getting so was yours like there. better than everybody else that went i like, mean drew theirs well fun, funny enough nobody had posters like oh. i was the only one oh. painting. Oh. <laughs> so there i, I guess I, I always knew like the power of mm. that mm-hmm. you know a humble flex okay you know, her, humble. Her. she said i was i was like four other people you did but, but yeah yeah because right. once i knew like i had that tool you mm. know i was like well shoot mm-hmm. so me. let me ask you so when you do things or feel things or see things it's always from a creative point of view isn't it absolutely a, you a mood yes a feeling. A mood. it's it's always how can i create from that yes how can, like when I feel a certain way, I think of a certain song or I, mm-hmm. a certain genre or something yep. like that. It's yep. that's where does that come from? Have you always been like that? Yep. Mm. Yep. And and the way I kind of like put that together, what you're explaining is curation. Oh, thank you. You know? Thank you. Okay. So yeah, I guess I always have been a curator, mm. you know, wow. in, in a way. Like, yeah. So whether it's music or whether it's like graphic design having something printed in the room or even if it's like oh let's change the color of that light to that you know just in terms of art direction right. like mm-hmm. i've really like you said yeah i feel like i've always approached things from a creative mind We're, okay so did you know how to get that out 
as a teenager or as a young adult? Did you know? Because mm. I think a lot of creative, a lot of creatives, we feel something and we don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. You know, we like, how do I get this out? This this thought from here or here? Yeah, out there so they can feel it and they can see right. it. Right? Did you know, always know how to do that? I feel like I didn't always know how to, but I've always did it. Mm. regardless um because even as a kid i was always in the art programs opposed to like sports like choir you know theater Mm. like i was always in those more Mm -hmm. you know like performing arts you know things so where i could find even the art of expression Mm -hmm. to like you know start to navigate that so yeah I, i definitely feel like just being in those spaces it just kind of even molded my mind to even consider expression you know Mm -hmm. creatively in that way you sound somewhat like a techie yeah (laughs) on on, on the lowest of keys (laughs) on the lowest of keys because i I would say especially with my start with you know teaching myself graphic design i always have my laptop on me like i'm always like yeah like that that's what i've always used is like a piece of technology to be a modern dj if, if and please correct my language to be a modern DJ is that necessary a necessity to incorporate the music with the laptop or whatever I think it's definitely become a way to where people have transitioned you know DJing mm. onto their laptops but right. even more you know practically like a thumb drive mm. like I, I've seen oh. DJs get busy with only a thumb drive like how so like, um, there's, you know, in terms of the decks you use, it's a thing called a CDJ to where it makes it kind of even more difficult to connect with the laptop to where you would want to connect with the USB and it has all the music that you have loaded. Mm. And it's just more like plug and play, you know, opposed Whoa. to, you know, having to program your laptop mm. with the, you know, right, the different the setup, software right. yeah. and, and set up like it's just a USB and it pulls from your MP3s and you just. Yeah. And it's even more like I have um, shout out to Shifi McFly. Super dope DJ, Um, but he was like, "Yeah, I just have my thumb drive in my pocket, and I just pull up." And I'm like, "Dang, like that sounds super dope, you know?" So yeah, you can definitely, you know, boil it down to as simple as that. But I do think like a big culture of DJs are based on their laptops now. With that being said, Mm -hmm. does that gain break this down to us? Um, Are you are you the Techie DJ? Are you the traditional DJ? Are, I mean, what are, what type of what type? DJs are there? Yeah, there mm. there's like the super you know traditional vinyl you know mm-hmm. heads like yeah. shout shout out to Soul Club you know in in terms of mm-hmm. like the the true medium yeah. of DJing and yeah. how it started you know with the vinyls so the more traditionalist right. it's the more like virtual DJs who can you know have it on their phone like I've, I've seen somebody you know because it, it's different wow. you know programs wow. to where you can download like right. apps and you can do, do, do you know wow. you, you can do it like, <laughs> like that a whole set just exactly on yes and get yes. busy though and get busy if, if you know what you're doing you <laughs> okay. know like I, I won't necessarily say like oh yeah but if, <laughs> like if you figure it out I feel like yeah, yeah. Wow. so I, I've seen <laughs> that I've seen of course most of you know, DJs, we have our laptops. Um, it's some who are super organized, like, mm, 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 you know, mm. like I take this seriously, like the practicing, <laughs> like all that yeah. stuff. It's more DJs who are just, you know, starting out, you know, who are just, I have my laptop. I know music, like, 
you know, feeling their way around it. But I think it's in terms of experience level. Right. I feel like in what medium that you appreciate. Because um, even now, I'm starting to get more into, like, um, trying to learn scratching, which, of course, mm-hmm. is, you know, labeled as a basic mm-hmm. of DJing. But since it's not as, I guess, prevalent, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you really have to, if you're, you know, passionate about the craft, like, right, you, right, you don't want right. to teach yourself those basics. So it's, like, Determine from, I guess, your interests on what you want to, mm-hmm. you know, work with uh, DJ wise and like your tool set. Like if you want to carry around a big old, you know, yeah. controller, if you want to scale it down right. and have like a, mm-hmm. you know, it all depends, I guess, on who you are. So I, I wouldn't even necessarily call myself a techie because I'm not like, oh, do you have the DS500? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, you know, hardly <laughs> any of like the right models. Right. Like, I'm trying yeah. to get more, you know, into that. But yeah, if anything, just as long as I do have my laptop and like my music, or even if not, like I can just figure it out just because I have a good knowledge of music. Okay. Yeah. So was this always the plan? Like, to be Absolutely a DJ, not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was like? Absolutely not. So, like for me, like when I was a kid, like I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what Absolutely was like your not. dream? <laughs> Did you have one or multiple? <sighs> my dreams are everywhere. I, I remember one of my youngest dreams, like j- just wanting, I guess, to be famous. Like I, I was in choirs and stuff, so I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. I might be a singer," you know. Even though you can pay me to sing now. Okay. Really. Okay. Really, wow. like I'm one of those low key. Like I hide my voice. I'll be like, mm. you know, you might, but you might have to, you know, sing. <laughs> See, no, a little, a little outro. Outro. no, I'm just kidding. A outro, not, not an so. outro. How much outro? I put in. I got five on it. I got five too. I got five dollars too on it. But yes, I, I thought that I would, I guess, be somebody in the public realm. Um, mm. Right. But in terms of how my life shaped out, because I graduated from Grand Valley State, but with a um bachelor's in advertising mm. and public relations mm. granted i still use a little bit of it but of that's right, not right. what i'm doing you know so mm. my life i just like but everything i guess kind of coexists together yeah. when i look back on it but absolutely not did not have any ideas of anything right, right. in terms of how my life shaped out but i guess the things that i just have organically Mm-hmm. In terms of like graphic design, in terms of music, like they've just carried me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've always found myself in those spaces to where I can use those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. It's it all has worked itself together. Yeah. To still be, you know, prevalent. Um, so when you went to Grand Valley for like, was like, what was the plan in terms of like the job you wanted to? Were you trying to get like a marketing job or? Well, or so hope at that point. Yeah, I was very like i'm gonna do what my parents say you know (laughs) at that time right go to college right so of course went went to college but my mom and she's super entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. you know till this day which i truly get that from in Mm -hmm. terms of independence Mm -hmm. um but she was like you should major you know in something pertaining to business you know it's general enough you know exactly i was like okay you know sure you know just trying to be you know a good daughter listening (laughs) to to my mom and everything Mm -hmm. i had enrolled as like a pre-business minor and then i saw all the requirements and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like you gotta have this and you gotta have this type of gpa and you gotta do those and i'm like no so once i started to kind of like 
you know, um, re-navigate from there, I saw the School of Communications. Mm -hmm. And I saw that that was kind of a more, like, liberal approach, mm -hmm. you know, to the marketing world and, mm -hmm. and you know, even business world, but, but more from a creative approach. So that's where I was like, okay, advertising and public relations. Like, mm -hmm. hmm. And, you know, even in terms of those classes, like, of course, um, ad design, where you started to break down, like, all of that stuff, mm -hmm. which was super dope. And I really started to flex in those classes because right. yeah. I'm, I'm a self-taught graphic designer, yeah, you know. So talk everybody's like, do-do-do. I'm like. <laughs> Here you, go. <laughs> you know what's next right <laughs> so but yeah so nice. i started to explore that but even like with copywriting and all, all the different right. like layers mm -hmm. of it and i was like oh i really like this but one of my biggest i guess personal regrets is that i chose to because they called it an emphasis in terms of like what you really wanted right. to focus on and i chose my emphasis as public relations opposed to advertising and that's mm -hmm. the one thing where i kick myself at because advertising is so much more like visually right. based yes. and design based mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so i was like dang i could have really been doing it but in terms of public relations especially now um at this station you know in my career i'm learning how i can kind of spin that on its head in terms of you know just really connecting with um, media but community you know at large and just right, those right. ways to go about it so mm -hmm. still useful stuff but definitely still not what i've expected you yeah, know yeah, in terms yeah. of how For that sure. journey laid out i would imagine that would be constantly evolving too yeah. because the world is moving so fast paced yeah. now so right. that's cool that you're able to look at it differently redefine it and apply it to what you're currently going through because sure. you being so multifaceted and having so many interests like mm -hmm. I'm sure you're doing that constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, do you ever struggle with choosing what project to start and when to start? Ooh. Or is it, oh, since you've been yep. doing yep. it, yep. I mean, you've been <laughs> in so many things, even at yeah. a young age. Yeah. You've had so many passions, it sounds like. Do yeah. you ever struggle or do you ever, or is yes. it just for you like, I'm just doing it, let's drive? Or are you just it's, kind of like, hmm... I it's love all these things the most. Yeah, mm. that's a great okay. question. It, it's a mix. And speaking mm. from all the undiagnosed ADHDers, <laughs> you know, because hey, hey, hey. I, I just be like, well, girl, like, oh my gosh, like you just cramming everything into here. Um, but it's it's a mix between everything, you know, in terms of prioritizing when you're um, involved in multiple things, right. you know, at once. Gotcha. So it's like, okay, well, what's the most pressing thing? Mm -hmm. um, and especially I've learned as somebody being self-employed is that yep. you have mm -hmm. full reign of your days. Absolutely. And that's a blessing and a curse because everybody's sure like, is. oh, I'm going to And I'm like, mm. <laughs> and, and I'm like, it, it all comes down to figuring out your own structure right. emphasis yeah. on structure like yeah, you okay. still have to have structure to it absolutely um so even learning how to section off my days in relation to the projects because mm. you know i'm a dj i'm a graphic designer with different like um, retainer clients or just mm. design projects um i'm a part of a nonprofit group and we have different you know um mm -hmm. events and initiatives so you know da, 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 and all, all these different layers so just prioritizing staying organized 
But it is those instances where you have like an idea or you're just really fired up about something and you're like, hey, I'm about to get it. Like it's right. it's been a couple projects of mine where I just had a crazy enough idea to be like, hey, do y'all want to hurry up and do this? And we like <laughs> stayed up for two days, you know, just do, doing it. Happen. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, absolutely. And one of my favorite projects to date. Um, it was uh, for Juneteenth, I mm, believe mm. it was mm. the year of 2021, mm -hmm. and I had um, like this art, I would call it project at this moment, but it was called Shrines, mm. and um, I tapped on two amazing Grand Rapids artists, um, Kristen Zoller and Jasmine mm. Bruce, no, those are my girls, yeah. and mm. um, I really wanted to find a way to celebrate Juneteenth, but really artistically. Right. Um, so it was a concept called Shrines to where I wanted them to create their own shrine. To mm. um, But we were working with the themes of femininity, mm. you know, and things like that, because that's definitely something that I personally try to emphasize, you know, just through my work is truly women-centric women focus like mm -hmm. I want to be that platform mm -hmm. you know for us so that was an emphasis there um but to really just shine light on how we want to reverence black culture nice. black women um black mm -hmm. femininity um and, and all those layers so they did their own interpretations we all had um big pieces of okay um, yeah, I think I remember yeah that was yeah. beautiful that yeah. was thank beautiful. you yes. thank you and it, it was so cool how that even came about because with the wood we were able to repurpose some of the um wood panels from the windows project oh wow the year wow. before very mm. cool yeah yep I still have pretty much all of those pieces in my studio oh you got to keep those forever. Oh. Those are amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So ho holding yes. on to those. Um, but, yeah, a handful of artists, um, you know, are like, yeah, donated their pieces. So there are those instances, you know, to where we're able to use that. So I, I used it for those. We were able to cut it into, like, um, this huge, like, mm -hmm. arch and um, these nice curved pieces and steps. I wanted to incorporate different shapes to where they could, you know, um, take form in different mm -hmm. ways and even be used as platforms, mm -hmm. like in terms of a true yeah. shrine. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we worked out of Lions and Rabbits. Yes. Yep, on Plainfield. Yeah. That used to be out there. And yeah, we pretty much locked ourselves in there for a night. Wow. And we were just painting and painting. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. And, and I actually like um, stopped, like motion recorded it mm. on my phone. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Very and we nice. were just, you know, moving stuff, you know, projecting the lights. And like, let me just say, like, they are incredible artists, oh, you yeah. know. So ju just to be able to see their process and how yeah. they put things together, I'm like, ooh, like y'all are just yeah. otherworldly. And how we were able to put that together so quickly. Yeah. And we had it open, you know, for public viewing. Mm -hmm. and, and we had, like, you know, lights and things set up. I us usually like to use lights right, right, right. Um, during my, you know, projects. So it just really came together amazing. And I'm like, dang, we did this in, like, three days. <laughs> like, wow. You know, amazing. yeah. It's like an idea that came with so much more than probably what you were, any, any one of yeah. you were expecting. Like, for seeing sure. each other's process. and For sure. Just getting to know somebody, like, overnight. It's like you yeah. learn so much about each other within that definitely span, so. yeah we definitely tapped in and connected more through that for sure so two things like i i imagine how like dope it would be for creatives to have like a day or two where it's like you know what just go lock create, in. like lock in yeah. like how yeah. not only just like what would you be able to create but also what would you learn in the process like right all those mm -hmm. things definitely. um 
and then two, I want to kind of go back to the the black femininity that you were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, being as Black History Month. Yeah. Can you can you talk about why that is important for you, um, mm-hmm. generally, but also just why you know why that is a, a, a yeah why it's important for you? Yeah, um, black womanhood, black femininity has always been a true anchor mm-hmm. um, in my life especially through the relationships I have with the black women in my life. Um, I definitely have came to know, you know, at this age that a lot of the work I do is in reverence mm. of those black women. Beautifully said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Absolutely. You know, and, and especially being, you know, just somebody who's so involved in women centric things. Like I'm part of a sorority, you mm-hmm. know, um, and even seeing that on so many levels, right, you know, right, right. Um, I'll be 14 years wow. in my sorority. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I crossed when I was a freshman, so that, that's just. Oh, right. You started yeah. up early. Oh, early. <laughs> so I'd, I was, you know, just enveloped in that from, from the get-go, but just truly understanding the power of black women in particular in community. Solidarity. It's mm-hmm. true solidarity, yeah. true mm-hmm. leadership, right. like some of the most amazing leaders I've come to know have been black women, mm-hmm. you know, and if anything, I just want to keep putting us in positions to exercise that like supreme leadership. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I truly see, you know, black women as, you know, some of the first mothers, you know, uh, of the world, you know, on on so many Mm -hmm. levels. And if anything, I just want to make sure that who I am and the work that I do is a vessel to just communicate like our Mm -hmm. power and our magic. Absolutely, That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pot over. That was so beautiful. I have questions. So, Going back, what's our DJ scene like here? Yeah, our <laughs> DJ scene is actually really dope. Really? I, I definitely think mm-hmm. from what I've come to know, like our DJ scene is one of the most diverse it's growing into. It seems like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it is. Like between our hip-hop and DJ scene, it seems like it's growing, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's not as mainstream like people don't want to be rappers here they want to be hip-hop artists here they want to be mm-hmm. real authentic artists here. Artists. okay mm-hmm. yeah so i mean talk about that how yeah. big is it and how how flourishing is it and yeah. also like how you got immersed into that whole i was just gonna ask that. yeah yeah absolutely so I, I can answer that in you know two parts so pretty much coming back into grand rapids because i moved back home um after living in atlanta for a year and some change Mm -hmm. right before um 2020 so right before the pandemic hit and everything um (laughs) yeah but while while i was down there in atlanta because everybody asked me like dang you lived in atlanta you didn't like it there you know right why (laughs) would you come back but that's because down in atlanta i was really asking myself like those kind of um existential questions like what do you truly want to do like Mm. what what are you trying to leave what legacy are you trying to Mm. leave what community are you trying Mm -hmm. to be a part of Mm -hmm. and all like roads are pointing back home because it's like hmm that's a great question yeah oh i was really because i was sad in atlanta and everybody (laughs) like dang why are you sad like it's so great (laughs) was there like a moment that kind of got you to asking those questions yeah yeah and and i just feel like i was feeling very um 
like in into myself very introverted and mm-hmm. that's not normally like myself mm-hmm. not not to that extent right. and i was wondering like dang well while i'm by myself like let me ask myself like these questions because right. clearly something's not clicking yeah, yeah. you know clearly i'm down here in the blackest city you know <laughs> but i'm Man. still down here like Man. dang i'm sad you know right, like right. feeling alone <laughs> right. exactly so what's right. up with that and i just started asking myself questions and in terms of Grand Rapids, it's like, well, Grand Rapids is an art city. When you think about you wanting to Very be an artist, so. and it's art, it's an art city. That's, so. you know, the city you come from, you know. And I always knew that whatever I did, I didn't want to be a stranger to my city. Like, I never mm. wanted to, like... That's big. Yeah, for mm. real. That's very you big. You know, I, I didn't want to, you know, be in a positioning, be like, oh, yeah, she from Grand Rapids. And they'd be like, who? You know, like, I never <laughs> wanted it to be <laughs> like right. that. Seriously. Mm. Yeah. So I was like... That's great. Yeah, I, I really, this was my whole, you mm. know, um, mental process down there. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a stranger to my city. I know I want to be a part of it in terms of because I could just feel the energy like radiating from Michigan, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like the music scene at whole. Like this is when Flint was popping, Detroit was popping, like just that whole area. And I'm like, dang, Michigan is just I could feel the energy from down in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, I got to go back. Like, I need a piece. Like, right. I'm, I'm not about to get left <laughs> right, out, right. you know, so definitely just got at the motion and be like, yeah, everything's at home. Like everything you want, resources, everything mm. is at home, you know. So once my lease was up, I'm like, OK, you know, I'm about to go back. And um, right before I left Atlanta is when I started to practice DJing. Mm. Like I had um, went to a pawn shop down there, bought my first controller, bought like a couple little cheap desktop speakers. And I was just, you know, vibing alone, but in in my room. So that quick for the people that don't know, the controller is. Yeah. So controller is pretty much like the deck that DJs work off of. So with the two um, discs. Mm, it's okay. the digital oh, okay. version, you know, yeah, of like the turntable. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So um, I was working off of there. So if anything, I definitely piqued my interest in DJing in Atlanta. Okay. So um, right before I left Atlanta, though, I was like, well, hmm, in terms of DJing, um, Brandon the seventh. He yep. ended up doing a show down there um, at aisle five okay. in, yep, Little Five Points. And he asked me if um, I wanted to DJ for him. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Th- this was when I just first started telling him, like, oh, yeah, I'm interested. He knew, you yeah. know. And he was like, yeah, you should DJ for me. And I'm like, okay. You know, so that I was just my first, you know, toe dip into it. But, of course, it was from my homie from Man, the crib, right. you know. I was just going to say, yeah. that's community. Yeah, like, truly that's community. Like, my, my first you know, on stage gig was with the seventh and Savon in Atlanta. Wow. Very cool. That's very nice. Yeah. So, so still Grand Rapids, but just yeah. in Atlanta. And, and it just showed me like, oh, we out here moving. Like, you know, yeah, what more of a sign do you need? Exactly. Definitely what, what more of a sign? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. Um, so that was my first dip into the DJ pool. But mm-hmm. before I moved from Atlanta, I tapped on, um, my homie, his family had on the hookah lounge right down the street mm-hmm. on Wealthy. And I was like, hey, can I spend, you know, a night? Right. And I knew I would be home um, for Thanksgiving. So I was like, Black Friday, you know, can can I do something there? He was like, yeah. So I knew for sure, if anything, especially with DJing, I wanted Grand Rapids, you know. Yeah. I wanted to experience that with my city. So mm-hmm. th- that was my first, like, 
I guess, introduction just publicly because everybody's like, oh, you're DJing now? You know, right, so right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was the first dip, you know, out here. And then mm. Super J, shout out to Super J. Mm. Shout out yep. to Super yeah, J. Yeah. Also a legend. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> truly goaded. Yes. Truly yes. goaded. Yes. <laughs> but um, she had booked me, the seventh, Savon, and wow. Sango. Showing all kinds of love. Yes, all right, kinds right. of love. Um, and this was at the Pyramid Scheme. This was February, right ah, before, right before yeah. the world shut down. Right up in there. Yes, <laughs> it, it still t- to this day it blows my mind in terms of just you know positioning, in yeah. terms of mm. showing myself like, hey, this is what I want to do. And mm. if I didn't do that, and within mm. that time, like who knows? Right, you right, know. Right. So that establishment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that really like. Like after that, like, real quick, yeah. what, what were you spinning? What were you playing during this time? What yep. kind of music were you playing? Yep, I, I was spinning pretty much. I, I stay true to um, my musical history, so old school. Really? You know, I I was playing um, "Slave Just a Touch." Oh, oh wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we about to groove. Like I want people to groove. Like yeah. that, that's nice. it. So I'm playing that. I'm playing some Wiz. I'm playing some Tevin Campbell. I'm playing some mm. just what? everything because yeah. I'm fresh. You know, like I'm super fresh and nobody. Everybody see me. I'm the only woman on the bill. Yeah, you know. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I'm just playing everything. I'm just mm. playing everything. And yeah. of course, you know, being on the stage, you're kind of removed, so you can't really feel the energy mm-hmm. until you get right, back down. Right. And everybody's like, oh my god, like. Yeah. And um, Super J told me like, yeah, everybody was coming and saying like, who's that? You know, yeah. Yeah. so that that kind of put a battery in my back. Yep. And um, right before everything got crazy, I had got booked by a Pyramid Scheme. And shout, shout out to Nicole, too. Um, amazing, amazing um, booking agent. She's now in Kalamazoo. But she definitely did so mm. much here in Grand Rapids at the nope, Pyramid nope. Scheme mm. in terms of um, shows mm. and in terms of hip-hop shows. Like, nice. she, she, yeah, I amazing. I love hearing this. love hearing Yes, this. true. As in, like, being really adamant about making sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she, she just booked dig- Diggable Planets, you know, um, at, at Kalamazoo State mm-hmm. Theater. Like, nice. she's true to it. So, mm-hmm. big shout out to Nicole. She's amazing. But she had booked me to open up for Oshun. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually the first time I heard you. Really, was it? Oh, cool. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, yes. yeah. And it, it was oh, right. Yeah, so even seeing that, because they're, they're like, you know, this big, you know, mm-hmm. group in terms of, because I've, I've heard their stuff on iTunes and all that stuff, and I'm like, sure. But it was <laughs> everything got canceled though. Mm. Yeah. But it yeah. just showed me like, oh, your mm-hmm. your trajectory is yes. changing. Yeah. Right. You're in an elevated trajectory to where you like yeah. buckle up because right. things mm-hmm. is really you know. So that even made it more clear. Like, oh, you're supposed to be. You yeah, know? I was like, just gonna say that. Yeah. Like, it's right. not that it was effortless because obviously you're putting in right. crazy Absolutely. work. Right? right. That's not to go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you just. You had this like kind of rebirth. You're thinking about all these things. Yeah. Like, what? Are, where am I supposed to go? Yeah. You're dabbling in it, and it's mm-hmm. just like, let's go. It's go time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be able to fall into so many scenarios like that, and to be able yeah. to really elevate is crazy. For sure. Yeah, I feel like it, it blows my mind because I celebrated five years mm. this past November, and I'm like, wow. Like, it just blows my mind what happened between yeah. me. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, yeah. Like if you just follow that feeling. Exactly. And, and what's that's true amazing. to you? You know, mm. like, yep. if anything, because everybody asks me, like, well, what's your favorite thing? DJing, for sure. Because mm-hmm. that's where I feel the most 
free and uninhibited and like I'm really connecting to people because I mm. definitely feel like music is a supreme connector like I yep. don't mm. even have to know you I can just see you from across right. there and we like hey you know right. and that's just right. the connection you know that music can bring that I truly appreciate um but yeah coming in back to Grand Rapids at that time you know it, it was um a good, you know, culture here in terms of like the OGs. Shout out to DJ Composition. Shout yes. out to DJ Omega come Supreme. On, on, yes. Yes. You know, yes. all the OGs definitely look out. I'm excited over here. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah. B. I, I have to, I have out. to shout them out because hey, everybody on this list who I'm shouting out has showed love. Mm-hmm. You know, truly show love. Like up. OG, like I'm looking yeah. out what you need. You know, right, right. type of love. So that's one thing I appreciate about being here in Grand Rapids is that it's that's not. Nice. Yeah. yeah, like I truly feel supported and like we, we all, you know, trying to tap in with each other, and especially now, like um, there was just National DJ Day yep. and it was mm-hmm. a whole that's bunch of DJs, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, exactly. And yep. it's cool. Granted that that's my whole campaign, like more women DJs, yeah. you know, that that's yeah. my whole thing. But it's like we're we're starting, you know, yeah. we're, we're starting. Mm-hmm. And, and I love seeing, you know, interest getting peaked because that's what peaked my interest, seeing you know, a super J behind her. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah, she's been putting work for right. a while. Oh, right. for a minute. Please yeah. believe. Yeah. Please believe. So just seeing her, you know, way back when and be like, oh, that's possible. Like, she mm-hmm. rocking it. I could do it, too, yeah, you know. Definitely. And just keeping mm-hmm. that flame going definitely. has definitely been a goal. Shout out to, you know, Big Kings. That's mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. you know, somebody mm-hmm. who has been doing an amazing job. Like, I'm just so proud of how, you know, her and just different you know, people here in Grand Rapids are really, you know, taking the baton and running with it in right. terms yeah. of what right. they want to do right. and what energy they want to bring. So mm-hmm. she's been truly, you know, a big component of that mm-hmm. um, as well. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been so dope just being able to connect with mm-hmm. all the DJs, but even, you know, connecting with different people who are just interested, you know, yeah. off right. the top, because it just takes those conversations, because I yeah. was once that person, like, hmm, I, I want to, yeah. I was just yeah. about to ask, who's I, coming behind exactly, you Exactly, right exactly. So, yeah, um, definitely in, in terms of who I've really been tapping in with, you know, next generation-wise, like, Big Kings. I won't even yeah. say she's next up anymore. Okay. Like, she, right. she's up, you know, yeah, she, right. she she's doing the thing, but it's, it's been, you know, just from her but in terms of just other people who are really interested i I think i gauge the interest from people who really are Mm -hmm. like on the scene really want to just be in the mix and hear the music you're right immersed truly immersed truly music heads Mm -hmm. truly like yeah it's kind of like you're able to like see who's really passionate about it because that's something that i think truly separates you know the DJ from the playlist maker or somebody mm-hmm. who's just clicking buttons, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you truly have to have a passion, you know, for it. And we can tell, you know, yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we can we tell. Will know. We will know. Yeah. Like it, it like shows. You said, music is a Supreme. So yeah. it's like, you can feel that energy. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. When you're curating these playlists for or sure. these lists, it's like, you can feel it. It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I have to ask a question. Go um, ahead. Okay. I don't know if I can ask this of a DJ, though, but um, <laughs> Let's see. what is the song? What is the song that people want to stand on the wall all night? They don't act like they don't want to dance. What is the song? What is your go-to song mm. that will make, mm. just break the hardest face, just make them like, and I got to get out here and dance. I Just get can everybody I, Can moving. I add to your question? Yes, please. So I was gonna, I was going to have you... Like, if you could create your top ten. Ooh, low it. Or, like, or give us five. Give us five. <laughs> even five. Even I'm five. Like, like, dude, I can play with This is your, 
your final show forever like what is the Ooh, what is the what is the what is what? the top and you just gotta move you gotta you need gotta, people to move not the last meal Ooh, right. <laughs> give us five songs i'm like whoa yeah that's tough <laughs> that that is tough that is tough um hmm but you can answer this question start with george yeah, yeah you like can answer that. right george. or just just give me back. one song that you just it's it's gonna move the crowd you it's just you know it's a crowd movie yeah and you, you know what? And the, this mm. is actually one of my favorite songs, just period. But The Freaks by DJ Dion. Dun, 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 okay. Yes. Okay. It's, it's like, it's, it's super regional in terms of, you know, it being like uh, Detroit or Chicago house, like dub mix. Mm. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. it's house. Like, yeah, you know, up, yeah, upbeat, nice. you know. Yes, yeah, so I I played that um, this past summer. I was able to open up for the Sugar Hill Gang. Um, Whoa! But before there, yeah, the the city shout shout out to, to the city that I be tapping into. But they they had um, me DJ composition DJ PJ DJ, and mm. um, yeah, we we were up there rocking. And that song I hit like. Everybody went crazy. Everybody yeah, went crazy. yeah, and, and from different generations too, because that mm-hmm. that's the thing in terms of finding those like intergenerational, you know. So, but right. between that or say if, if I want to do like a Kaytrinata, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. house, house yeah. in particular, just as long as it's like a moving, you know, like get, get your body, like you can't help but kind of like right. move right. to right. it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you have to hit that tempo so so if anything i would probably answer that question with like bpm like what bpm what would you play right. and i would probably play between like 115 to 120 because that that's where you get like a nice little you know beat going so even the thugs gotta move oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like if, if you ain't moving then you you just you know you did you did exactly. right you got you got a little, little jig, you know something yeah. Okay. What was the, what was the name of the song again? It's called "The Freaks" by DJ Dion. All right, now I have to look, I have to look it up. Yes, now. and then I'm sure once you hear, you gonna be like, "Oh, that's that song." Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. it's it's a song. That's good. That's, that's good. funny. That's real good. Yeah. When when does for you at least when do you know you've captured an audience? Mm. Ooh. Mm. What 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 do you see or what do you feel? And can you give us like an example of a moment when that happened as well? And what's the average time of a set then? Because if we're thinking like, let's say you have an hour set, mm-hmm. is it fifteen minutes in? Then what does it look like in the crowd? Feel like mm-hmm. that? That's a great question. Because even in terms of how I DJ, and if people pay attention, I'm always wearing hats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really to kind of like close lock in. Yeah, lock in. Because mm-hmm. if anything, it's like I'm trying to be focused on what mood I want to bring and how mm-hmm. I want to connect. Um, mm. And just kind of feel it from from that way. So I try not to feed too much in because pe- people gotcha. can kind of really, Playing you know, effects. exactly, right, right, right. exactly. And, and of course, I'll look up and I'll see, you know, bodies moving. If anything, I'm just trying to see movement. Mm. But I've learned not to be so hung up because people don't dance no more, you know. For true. for that, That's true. but mm. to, to turn turn that on its head, I always play for women, you gotcha. know, because wow. me okay. being a woman, it's like. Of yeah. course, I don't have to pay attention yeah. as much because I'm playing the music I want to hear as a woman. Right. But that after effect is like seeing the women 
Like, mm. I feel like women are the movers and shakers yeah. of the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. There's you know? usually more mm-hmm. women. It's and usually more women. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be dancing? The women. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so it, it's like, Very good point. yeah, mm-hmm. j- just being tuned in, Very I guess, to like what my taste is as a woman. It's like, it's no, you know, problem. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. To, to connect that way. And if anything, I kind of feel the effect afterwards. Because, of course, I'm like, well, I hope they feel it. Like, I, I guess that's, <laughs> that's yeah. how I am. But everybody's like, oh, my God. You know, and, and of course, when, once you get those reactions, depending on what venue, like if it's a bigger right, space, right, like, right. say, for a pyramid game or even for a festival, if you just see somebody, it could be one or two people just like, hey, like, if I can make one or two people's days and get y'all to groove or yeah. shoot your hand up, or, that's all I need. Because yeah. I, I try not to be too swayed on, like, oh, what's the crowd dancing? People yeah. don't really dance no more. So yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't really base it on that. Unfortunately, of course. I want everybody to dance. Of course, I'll play, you know, Tamiya for sure. Let, let's get y'all, you know, start moving. The, the Tamiya hustle. But nine times out of ten, people aren't as apt, you mm. know, to dance. But if anything, I do want them to groove. Mm. Like, I feel like, because right. even me, I'm not about to be like, hey. Yeah. Like, I'm not to be, like, <laughs> right. going yeah. too crazy. But I just want to groove. I want to sway, you know. Right, right, I'm trying to do you that. feel good. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel good. So that, that's the energy that I personally try to bring as a DJ. And I've been able to find that happy balance. That's nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, is there a song that, or I guess have you have you ever had somebody come up to you and tell them, or they tell you, like, you put them on this song because of the first time they heard it from your set? Ooh. That's a great question. And it, I say that because I'm trying to think of what's the Doja Cat song. Get into it. So oh, the first yeah. time I heard that was one of the sets that you did. I think it nice. was for Christian's um, mural reveal or something like that. Maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but just as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess is there have you yeah. had anybody else? Hmm, that that's a great question. Not not as much, I guess. From what has been verbally expressed to me, but if anything, mm-hmm. after the fact, it's be like, dang, I'm glad you played that. I didn't know nobody knew about that song, or mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in a long time. Like, ooh, like, um, like, thank you for, yeah, that. Thank you for for playing that. Like, I, I remember, um, I had played Jungle. I had played a Jungle song, mm-hmm. and um, they're they're that group who does the back on seventy four, back on seventy. Street. Like they're, they're super yeah. groovy, mm-hmm. but um, I had played one of their songs and somebody had approached me like, "Dang, I don't hear Jungle ever out here." Like, "Dang, you know," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got you." You know, just being right. able to connect after yeah. the fact, like, "Dang, I haven't heard that song in a long time," or I didn't know that somebody else was on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's been you know a couple things, and of course I truly try to play music that might pique, you know, interest and be like, dang, I haven't heard that. Like, yeah, pull out your Shazam. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Let, let's That's see right. what's Literally popping. Literally what I probably did. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, for, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to? Oh. Good. Your music knowledge sounds crazy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here learning. I'm like. Yeah, 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 your music knowledge sounds. Is mm-hmm. there a region? I mean, I know you said you like old school, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you have to be very well versed in the different regions and mm-hmm. styles of music. You were yeah. da- you were down south for a minute. Yeah. Mm. You talking about house music. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how much homework you got to be doing? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And and I think that just go- comes down to like if you're a real music head, you know. Um. But but yeah, I feel like 
in terms of me, especially I'm glad you framed this around regions because mm-hmm. I'm definitely a student of regions mm-hmm. in particular um, and especially, you know, in terms of like music eras. So, for instance, it was like the snap era, you know, in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. then it, it mm-hmm. was the hyphy era uh, in the Bay, yep. Yep, you know, bay. and, and yep. I had family in the Bay and, you know, I had tapped in with them and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, it, it's just those real signature sounds like bounce music yep. and more love bounce music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I started digging into um, like Ohio funk, like learning nice. all of the bands who are from Ohio. I'm like, dang, they got a gang of them, a gang, a gang, <laughs> and just like learning those different like regional sounds, mm-hmm. you know, and even you know Michigan, you yep. know, really creating a sound now is exciting. So yeah, if anything, I do really pay attention to like the different. Um, layers within a region okay. with music yeah very nice is it hard to break music yeah it, it can be like you hear something you go, like i i love baby area music too mm-hmm. so what do how, you mean break right break, break as in to break share to an uh share it with a new audience like break oh. it in break it into oh, okay. a new audience and stuff like yeah. that so yeah. is that hard to introduce it to Especially here in Michigan, in the mm-hmm. Midwest, mm-hmm. you come with some new E40 mm-hmm. here in the Midwest. Is somebody going to listen to it? How hard is that for you to do something like that? Mm-hmm. It it can be tougher, but I, I think I found, I guess, just in ways of how to break the music. Very good point. You know, mm-hmm. Very um, good point. like even thinking about that question, I think the best way to really introduce somebody to music most of the time is when they're, you know, chilling. You know, so say, for instance, I record a mix and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have music and people, you know, are playing it on their commute or like that they're able to really listen to it yep. opposed to being out, you know, to right. where it's like, I only want to hear what I want to hear, yep. you know, <laughs> so that that's where you run into that problem when you try to play, you know, a song that nobody really knows at the party. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, no, play something else, yeah, you know, right. so it's kind of harder to play it, you know, um, in a live space like that. But I say like playlists. And mixes where somebody can really take their time with it mm. would be, you know, the best place to break music I've found. It's a science. It, it's a science. Mm. It's okay. a science because you want somebody to give it the time of day first. Because right. I've, I've learned, especially playing out at, you know, different parties and stuff, people just want to hear what they know. Okay. So e- even if the song is grooving, <laughs> like if they don't know it, they're like, mm. Right, you know, right, so right. they yeah. they won't really give it its just do opposed to like if you consciously be like, okay, let me press this playlist and you, you know, you're riding with it and it's like, okay. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of just kind of settle into it mm-hmm. a little bit more. So, yeah, it's definitely a science to breaking music, I feel like, nowadays. What's your take or are you listening to any international artists or DJs mm-hmm. or international music? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I spent a little bit of time in South Africa for some work projects. So that's nice. yeah, that's when I started, you know, getting introduced to uh, Amapiano, you know, and Afrobeats, you mm. know. But before it really started popping up over here, and I'm like, oh yeah. So mm. um, I Your definitely play- crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I definitely you can count on me playing some Afrobeats and nice. Amapiano in, in a set for sure. But um, YouTube has been a wonderful platform. That's a good point. Yes. Like, I love how DJs are activating on there. And I've been able to see different DJs from, you know, around the world who are just getting busy, Mm -hmm. you know. Have you seen uh, Apartment Life? Yes. Love love what they're doing. Uh, Apartment Life is super dope. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very nice. Yeah. Love these Were questions. I was curious. It sounds like you study a lot music, right? Like you're mm-hmm. constantly listening to music and looking for new music or old music or whatever. But is there like on a day to day a part of your process where you are studying music every day or do you mm-hmm. set aside a time like throughout the week where you're like Friday is going to be my study day where I'm just right. locking in or is that before you schedule a set? Like if you know that you're booked out in a month, do mm-hmm. you start curating that set a month in advance or what does that look like for yep. you as far as the process? I love this question because I'm in the place in my I guess craft to where I really want to add more practice to it mm-hmm. in every sense of the word like like you just mentioned like setting aside a day to be like okay this is a day where I'm just about to you know mix it up because right. transparently speaking I'm one of the DJs and I've learned it's a couple DJs <laughs> like me who play off the top of the dome mm. oh wow okay so mo- most of the time I'm leading it into you know an event just wanting to know the song I want to start with mm. wow that's mm. amazing yeah Mm. Don't try this at home. You know what I would have never thought that yeah. anybody was doing that. Oh, right. yeah. No, so it's it was like it, you freestyling, but you got like the first word. Crazy. Yes. Like, exactly. I had no idea that that was even yeah. a thing. Ch- right. Trust me, it's, it's not the best because you have to really be on it. Like, you can't really right. let your mind rest. Is there a time where it didn't go well? Who? Um, <laughs> luckily, well, actually, no. I take this back. Because it wasn't even in terms of anything going well. It was just yeah. the audience in particular. Mm-hmm. I had DJ to school dance. Mm. Oh, yeah. And if you've been <laughs> around kids crowd. these days, <laughs> high schoolers. And yeah. if you've been yeah. around kids oh, these days, t- TikTok generation, yeah. they mm-hmm. only hear songs for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, oh they, they don't want nothing to ride. They like, next. next. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I felt like a jukebox to, to where li- literally, yeah, like, I, I just had to turn what? over my whole thing. Because granted, you know, mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, be yeah. like, hey, y'all send me y'all playlists. I'm trying to play right. what y'all want to play. Right. Come on. I'm trying yeah. to it, though. So, I, I did that I had all their songs but no they want to listen to what they want to listen to when they, they want to listen to me so mm. I just wow. like you mm. know what y'all just tell That's me what y'all want to hear and I just got it because exactly. it just that energy I was like oh my god so I probably won't do a school dance again because <laughs> like they're, they're not groovers like they like nah, oh we yeah. want to like jump right. in the air and like do all this crazy stuff. so yeah after wow. realizing that it's like mm, you know, so even navigating, I guess, like, what fits me the best as mm. a DJ. But, yeah, that that was definitely, like, my most jolting <laughs> gig. So, that was like, woo, <laughs> woo. <So. laughs> That's tough, too, though, because, like, tough. let's say you didn't go in freestyling and you went in with, like, a full list. Yeah. Like, still, they're just. Right, like, yeah, nah. either way. And, and I yeah. tried to come prepare with that. Like, I had the whole list. Like, okay, this song y'all requested. It's cool. Like, and just nah, thinking imagine. I'm going to take them on. No, that they want to hear what they want to hear when they want to hear crazy. it. crazy. So yeah, that, that was thing. Yeah. yeah, shout out to them though, cause right, I, I, I ain't mad. I, I ain't mad. I just knew like, yeah, we we different. You know, so. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were there like songs that they requested that you like is part of your set, or has been songs you might have added to? Mm-hmm. Future sets. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. High schoolers have really good taste, right? <laughs> you know, in in terms of even like picking back, and I'm like, dang, y'all know this song, like mm-hmm. just, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, in, in terms of just their attention span, it's kind of like, yeah, you you got to keep it rolling, you got to right. keep it going, nice. like you cannot wait, you know. So yeah. they're always in the know. 
Yeah, they're mm-hmm. always in the know. Yeah, but so. but they they have really eclectic music taste. Very much so. And I was like, okay, y'all 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 know something. So for sure. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, I lost my train of thought, but what was I gonna say? Um, so what is it like uh, being as your entrepreneur full time? Yeah. Right? Full-time, five baby. years, you said? Five years? I've been a DJ for DJ five, five years. years. Okay. Yeah, nice. self-employed for probably about seven, eight years now. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's been Thank a little you. bit. Hey. Um, what does a, a week or a day might look like for you? Ooh, love this question. Love day design. <laughs> <laughs> so, a regular day, I'm definitely trying to wake up early. Um, I'm an early morning person. I want to be up before the sun is up, if I can. Um, so I, I wake up early. Most of the time, I'm trying to figure out um, where I want to spend the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I play between, you know, going to coffee shops, definitely. So we have, you know, Lime coffee Street. shops. Hey, Lime Street. Shop <laughs> Lime Street. We need that. So <laughs> I love it there. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I, I decide, like, do I want to be around people? Do I want to go to a coffee shop? But I have <laughs> my own um, studio space right, right, right. that, mm-hmm. you know, I've been um, working out of. And funny enough, I sometimes work out of my car. Like, I have, like, my outlet. Mm-hmm. I love, and, and it's weird. Yes. Like, when I tell people, they be like, what? But I just love, like, having all the windows, like, full natural light, yep. mm. breeze, and just, like, isolation, I guess. It's In cozy. Terms, it's super yeah. cozy. It's super Absolutely. cozy. So j- just trying to desi- decide my mode of where I want to spend my day is usually, like, my biggest question. But once mm. I do that, um, I lock in and just look at all that I have going on. Granted, I'm really, like, in the place to where I want to be able to organize my time better, mm. you know, um, and even theme out days to be like, okay, this is my studio day to where I'm doing this at the studio. This is my admin day to where maybe I'm at a coffee shop and I'm just mm-hmm. answering mm-hmm. emails. Like, I want to create an, a system for myself at mm-hmm. this point in time. So that, that's really what my days have been, like, finding where I want to work at. And then, like, figuring out how I want to organize because mm-hmm. um, I'm, like, in a restructuring space. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I'll spend about, you know, uh, the beginning part of the day working on stuff, whether it's a project. I could be designing a project for a client, um, sending out emails. I break at lunch. And then I most likely find somewhere else. Like, I have to change my environment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I can't be in the same space right, for, for too, too long. Bad. I think it's such a creative thing. Yeah, it, it is. It's <laughs> like, okay. New space, new energy. Yeah, new, you know, new space, new coffee shop, essentially. Yep. You know, going it's back home. Thing. You know, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I have to refresh it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's funny because I've really been in a mind space to be like, dang, where did I feel the most organized in my day? Mm-hmm. And I always recall school. Mm-hmm. Um, to where now I'm really just trying to build my own school of mm-hmm. life. That that's mm-hmm. how I'm, you know, saying. But I, yeah, right. I know <laughs> it's, it's interesting. <laughs> but but in a way, I love how school breaks it down. Um, in terms of like, say high school, for instance, where mm-hmm. you had your first hour, second hour, third hour. Right. You know, the but exactly that the structure was there, and that's why I really wish that people would have been like, you know what? In terms of this structure, you could have, you know, because <laughs> now it's like I'm relearning those mm-hmm. things. But now it's like in terms of scheduling a day between hours, and you would work on mm-hmm. a certain thing that hour you would have your focus 
hour to where you could, you know, organize just exactly. And I'm like, dang, like the way that was set up, because I didn't feel no anxiety or nothing at school. You know why you're here, you know what you're about to do. You know exactly what's going on. But now I'm like, you know, just trying to figure things out. So it's like, let me go back to the true basics. Because I really like that layout to where it's like you kind of break down your hours into your subject matter. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you want to focus on for that hour? And, you know, and breaking it up. You got your lunch, refresh, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, breaking my day down, like, how I would a school day is, like, my new structure that I'm trying to. Nice. Yeah. It's real nice. Talk to us about the studio. Name. What is it about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Free Alchemy Studio. Yes. Yes, yes, that's my space. Um, I was able to get the space um, fall of 2020. So I've I've had it for a handful of years. Okay. Um, And, yeah, I just came about, I guess, being, you know, like a self-employed creative. Mm -hmm. Um, I came in the position, especially being in Atlanta, where I was like, well, I do want to build my legacy to where I'm not only known as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to have a studio imprint, mm-hmm. you know, even if it is just me still. Right, right. Like, I'd rather have something that I can really hang my hat on, you know, um, in terms of what I've been building. So I knew I wanted that to take form as a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and a studio doesn't necessarily have to be a physical space, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I knew... That I wanted one, especially having designed for so long, because I've been designing since I was like 12, 13. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in every like organization I've been in, every job I've had, it's always been like design based. Mm-hmm. Um, so building up to that, I was like, I would love a space where I just have, you know, um, for myself. So by the time I got back to Grand Rapids, I just started to like keep an eye out for like for lease signs, you know, da, da, da. I even almost signed a lease um, on Alpine for a really nice spot, but that ended up falling through. And I remembered I had um, a friend, Jamie Lynn Cheeks, super mm-hmm. dope uh, photographer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, shout out to Jamie Lynn. What's up, yeah. girl? So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, absolutely amazing. And she had a space in this cool building that I remember uh, pulling up on her yes. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had reached out to her like, hey, um, can I have your, your landlord's information? Because I just wanted to know if right. there were any available units. And there just so happened to be like one or two mm-hmm. available units mm-hmm. at, during that time. And I was like, oh, for real? And he right. was like, yeah, you, you can come and view it and everything. And it was perfect. Like one, one of the only spaces in the building with its own bathroom. You know, so I'm like, clutch. oh, right. yes, so clutch. <laughs> Rent, mwah, chef's kids, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, for sure, you know. So lock, lock that in. And the fact that I've been able to maintain it for so yeah. long, it's just mm-hmm. a testament to be like, ooh, if I can do it, anybody yeah. can do it because child, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Woo. So, but yeah, nice. just being able to maintain a physical space for this long has been a blessing. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, the name of Free Alchemy, uh, when I was in Atlanta, I had read The Alchemist. Mm. I need to just read this book. You haven't read yeah. that? No, no, no. You, no like, really? I'm talking about like, you're read. like the second or third. You got yeah, I'm looking, at, you. I'm looking for you. at you like, what's wrong? Yep, I got yes. for you. That Please. is the best Once you read it, then I'll read it. After you read it, I'll read it. Yes. You yes. haven't read it either? <laughs> they got an audio book? Damn. Yes, they do have an audio book. So, yes. I need the audio book. I'm shocked. Right. Y'all won. I'm shocked you haven't read it. Shout out to Pluto Monday. I'm actually kind of upset. I haven't. Y'all, 
like y'all got I've always heard about it. She said I'm more shocked, but I just I got a bunch of other books. Yeah, so I, I have a whole know. copy, hard book. Yeah. Yeah. Or not hard same. book, soft book. I yeah, so yeah. yeah, so same do I. That's crazy. So yeah, after reading that book, and since I haven't read it. Um, I can't really go into it because I didn't want to spoil it. But Please in terms don't. of the, <laughs> don't. Yeah, I yeah. won't. But oh in, in terms of the whole journey mm. um, of it, I really resonated with it. Mm-hmm. In terms of um, my journey as well. So wow, that's amazing. So yeah. it was like a catalyst for you. Oh yeah, yeah. And in, in terms mm. of yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, big, big it catalyst. has been for so many people, yeah. including myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like a launch point almost. Of, exactly. Of and and especially, especially but between, you know, Grand Rapids, Atlanta to Grand Rapids, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. in, in my journey in um, really finding a home back where I started at, um, you know, really stood out to me. Yep. But in terms of the word alchemy, I really boil it down to um, creating nothing into something, mm. you know. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that's really what I just sum up. My style of creativity, like, I've always been resourceful, you know, mm. in terms of finding anything. Mm. Like, it can be anything. Right. You know? As is the alchemist. As is yeah. the alchemist, yeah. you know. Yeah. As alchemists do, you know. So ju- just, you know, rooting in that spirit of resourcefulness. Mm. But uh, collaborative creativity, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, cause mm-hmm. I'm, so important. Yeah, I'm super, you know, spiritual, and in terms of you know um, symbolism and yeah. numerology and you know astrology, all that good stuff. But in terms of the number for uh, my studio suite is two eleven, and um, of course I was like, hmm, what does two eleven mean? And yeah. it's in terms of teamwork and collaboration. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, because wow. yeah. <laughs> For sure, because if anything, um, with, with the amount of space I do have within my studio, I want it to be a space for collaboration, you mm-hmm. know, for, for those alchemists, for those builders, for those creatives here in the city, you know, um, where we just continue to build safe spaces for each other, you know, um, and really just be able to um, exchange ideas and resources, you know, freely and openly. That's what I really want. Yeah. to set the intention for it for the space so I'm getting things in place um, and, and shout out to Mo I have to shout her out um, her tag is Benevolent Whispers on IG but she's a super dope Ooh, creative like here mm-hmm. yeah she, she's super dope creative here and I actually um, got introduced to her because she had booked my space when I first opened it for some open mics mm-hmm. Okay. yep so I, I've had a couple you know homies who knew I had the mm-hmm, space it's mm-hmm. kind of been um, that type of tempo to where they're like, oh, can I, you know, rent your space out for this? So it's been, you know, a couple cool, really cool things that have happened. But now I'm ready to establish it as just that official, mm. you know, um, you know, creative space that I'm offering mm. through the studio. So I yeah. love that you use um, the language safe space. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talk about that enough as creatives, you know, yeah. creatives, we're, we want to show this work that's inside of us, but we're scared too. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always mm-hmm. want to, we don't want you to bash it, but we want you to see it. And we just need a safe space to create it 
and to display it and stuff. So it's, it's sure. important. It's really important. Absolutely. And, and having a number of those places. Yeah. That's why it's super yes. exciting. Even being in yes. here, shout out to GR MiFi, you know, yes. in terms yes. of, you mm-hmm. know, creative spaces, especially for creatives of color, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get together. Mm-hmm. And Very much so. I think that's one of the biggest things um, here in Grand Rapids is that we are establishing those spaces to where we can just exist freely, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm, and just well be said. and just well be said. ourselves. So just finding more spaces to do that. I think it's just cool to be here during this time to where, you know, a lot of us are, you know, coming up together and we are, you know, recognizing the resources to build these spaces. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just really, you know, proud and grateful to be in the class of y'all, you know, to, to where we're just trying to, you know, shake some shit up and build some Facts. shit. There yeah. You go. You know? there you yeah. Go. Perfect segue into my last question. Um, and kind of our you know, topic of the day, but like, so black creativity in Grand Rapids, um, <clears throat> what like excites you about that in this moment? Mm. <clears throat> I, I would definitely think that just being able to witness people waking up to the possibility mm. of just doing Great things. Yeah, um, one of my favorite mantras um, is seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that brought me here too, back home. It's like, well, if people are able to see me, mm-hmm. you know, doing mm-hmm. things and know that I'm from here, you know, and I'm working with, you know, the resources that we have available, anybody can do it. Right. And I feel like it's becoming more of that instance to where we're able to see each other doing it. And be like, oh, you're doing it? I can do that too. Oh, mm-hmm. you did it that way? Mm-hmm. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know that same level of gatekeeping yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. to yeah, for sure because <laughs> i i think our you know um class of people in terms of like the generation here in, in the city now like we're just recognizing it's better for us to come up together you know yeah, absolutely. and for us to exchange <laughs> things so i just feel like it's more of an open community like it's yeah. more community mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know um i feel like to where everybody you know just wants to see each other win and wants to see how we can help each other. So just being able to see, you know, that in real time, the exchange of resources, the um, creation of spaces, Mm -hmm. you know, to where it's like, hey, let's come together. Let's, you know, chop it up. Let's see what we can, you know, um, collaborate with. It's just more and more of that and more and more of people seeing what is possible, um, seeing all the things that we do have, um, to our disposal here, you know, in the city and Grand Rapids in particular, because mm-hmm. Grand Rapids is a very unique city, it you is. know. Um, but in in, in, in a is. yeah, but <laughs> you know, but in in a lot of good ways too. Right. So I I feel like we're in a time to where, you know, us in terms of the black creatives just feel more empowered. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. OK, I am able to see it happening and I know I can do it, too. Or I feel inspired to do right. something else just because I see right. something happening. Right. Like there is activity going on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and one of the things I actually love because I'm a big history head, I'm um, a board member of the Historical Society okay. here in the city, cool. too. Yeah. And um, one of the things that I researched about Grand Rapids um, we have a motto, Motu Vinye, and mm. um, it, it means uh, strength and activity. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, and that that really stood out to me in relation to Grand Rapids because it's like in terms of I it like being that. a yeah, I really like yeah, that. it stood out to me too. I was like, oh, I it just, just kind of yeah. sat with me. exactly. Like <laughs> and in terms of just um, you know, always moving in the the progression, yeah. you know. So I feel like now that people are able to see, you know, that action. And just see people mm. trying, you know, yeah. and mm. doing things. It's just kind of creating a spark to where people feel more inspired, you know, yeah. to do things for themselves or to try new things or, you know. So yeah. it's, it's just a cool time of life, I feel like, to where people feel more empowered to just, you know, try things and especially creative things. Right. So, yeah, doing that inside of community, I just feel like we're just powering up you know, with each yeah. other and bouncing off each other's energy. And we're in a really good space. So I just hope that we continue to, you know, tap in with each other and really, you know, ride it out. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And that question was for everybody as well. Yeah. But um, I guess, like, is what were, what would you say are things that you would love to see improved, done better, all of that? Yeah. Um, well, I, I definitely know, and even speaking from um, – you know, experience with me just being a creative, but who wants to be a self-employed creative. It's just, I feel like we have to learn slash teach ourselves sustainable ways. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it does come from, you know, learning kind of the, the more intricate things, um, whether it is, you know, between the business side or, or just more, um, I guess, of the detailed things outside of the art. Right. But in order to right. sustain the that art. Almost, yeah, yeah, like I feel like we, we need more structure in that. But in the exchange of really trying to position ourselves to be sustainable. Because that, that's the thing where I can even grow frustrated with it. But somebody who wants to, you know totally be self-employed themselves but it's like you do have to put things in place Mm -hmm. you know if Mm -hmm. if you're trying to be a full-time creative it's like that that sounds fun and easy (laughs) but yeah and in terms of other things you know to to learn how to even put position you know pass some income streams or just those more you know sustainable things Mm -hmm. um as a creative because it definitely is possible like please please everybody know you are able to set your you know life career craft up but it takes that structure um and it takes that knowledge um that i feel like grand rap is if we're able to kind of in gr my i think this is a great you know example Mm -hmm. of teaching structure you know um to those creatives because it's like of course we want to create art but if you want to create create art you know for yourself and be able to um you know self-employ yourself live off of it Mm -hmm. there's things that you have to you know build as a foundation for that Mm -hmm. more technical things you know so it's kind of like putting the practice to the play, you know, like mm-hmm. plug, plugging that together because mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's cool to, oh, yeah, let's come together to, <laughs> you know, paint yeah. this mural or whatever, <laughs> which is great. But but it's like in, in terms of the back end, which I think that this is where the workshops are coming mm-hmm. from. Like, mm-hmm. well, how can you get paid as a mural artist? Mm-hmm. What should you keep mm-hmm. out, an eye out for? You mm-hmm. know, just, just those mm-hmm. more technical you know, education things, because nine times out of 10, we didn't go to school for this, you know, right. like, like we're all yep. teaching ourselves. Mm-hmm. But really establishing, I guess, kind of the, like those free schools to where we're still equipping ourselves with those tools. Yep. 
I, I think is a big like missing piece kind, mm. kind of like really establishing that true creative industry to where we can really mm. yeah you know mm. um be able to sustain ourselves so i mm. think we're in the midst right. of doing that but we're all learning as we go as well so what are i guess for you like what are some of the structures that you have implemented in your own you know career that's helped you you know. Oh, child, I, I would say um, I'm still establishing it. If anything, I kind of feel like I'm back at square one in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. um, especially with how I'm posi positioning myself with my studio space. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of gleaning all of the things that I've learned before, like even how I, you know, um, thought about school, you mm -hmm. know, in terms of that type of structure. Mm -hmm. But just kind of pulling from all of the things. And, and I do think that anybody, you know, creative-wise, if you're ever on a project with um, somebody or, you know, with a brand or a company, mm -hmm. those are templates. Those yeah. are things to be put in place to where you can pay attention to it and not feel like you have to start from scratch right. all the time. And, and that's a big problem where I ran into it where I thought I just had to keep starting from scratch mm -hmm. to where if I would have just, you know... Right, like the formula's already yeah, out there. Yeah, the, the formula is there, yeah. especially, like, if you're already involved in, in different, you know, projects. You kind of just have to pay attention, ask questions, yep. you know. Um, but there's templates out there. There's, you know, blueprints, mm -hmm. you know, out there to where you won't have to run your gear so ragged with yeah. trying to create a structure. Yeah. Like, like there, there's things in place, and that's kind of where I'm at with it, to where it's like, Okay, don't reinvent the wheel. Like literally, <laughs> don't don't, don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> just just find the wheel that fits you the best, you know? So, mm -hmm. I'm I'm in that space to where in terms of structure, it's just like doing my homework yeah. and yeah. and like seeing structures and trying them out is trial and error too cuz I yeah. I think um getting hung up on like, okay, this is it, you know, can really mess you up sometimes too. And it's like, okay, let me, you know, try it out. Okay, this works. Okay, let me keep that. That, that doesn't work. You know, just refining. Mm -hmm. It's all refining. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, j just approaching it with that and always being a student at the end of the day, you know, not not being yeah. locked in um, to something always wanting to learn. I think that's been the biggest. It's like a recipe. You know, recipe yeah. calls for just a little bit of you know seasoning, you know? but you gotta add, you gotta add some more seasoning. You know, you know so, exactly. depending on your palate. Exactly, huh. exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't want to stretch this out too much longer, but. I love um, talking to y'all. We can talk all day. Right. I just got one more thing. But dude, you had uh, you you said something that was so powerful. Um, the gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Speak on it. Speak on it. You heard it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I think as black and brown creators um, or creatives, we've always waited for those doors to be opened mm -hmm. um what's your what's your take on that you know do you think we're still waiting or we just we've gone away from that and we're creating these own spaces yep. and communities ourselves and that what, what's your yep. thought but th it's just the fact that you use that the gatekeepers and the gatekeeping mm -hmm. where are we at because i think that's widespread in every facet of the city whether it be the business section section yeah. or uh the creatives or just it's in every part of our city mm -hmm. we, we've waited for the gatekeepers to open the door for us mm. and it never happened yep so talk mm. to us about yep that. i actually think 
we are for sure in a space to where those gatekeepers or those gates, um, rather, are being broken down. Shout out to Darlene um, Rodriguez. I have to mm. truly shout okay. her out. Okay, okay. Because um, right. I, I think she's been amazing in terms of, like, pulling back the curtain, mm. you know. Education, in terms, for in, sure. Uh, educationally. Because yeah. in terms of gatekeeping, Ingram Rap is how I see it, you know, in terms of what everybody's paying attention Explain to. Explain who that is, please. Yes, so shout out to Darlene Rodriguez. She's a super dope creative mm-hmm. um, from Grand Rapids. Yeah, photographer, yeah, yeah, yeah. disruptor <laughs> for, for <laughs> show. Absolutely. For sure, but amazing, like an educator um, in terms of just her knowledge of really being super thorough. Like, I just know her her to be a super thorough person, and that's Mm -hmm. what kind of got her into looking through, you know, um, Mm -hmm. the the fine print and stuff. The art prizes. Yeah, the the art prize, the the grants. You know, Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids Mm -hmm. is a super grant. Like, apply for this grant, you Mm -hmm. know, um, city. Mm -hmm. And in terms of that, like, really pulling away the curtain to be like, okay, well, you see how this payout is. You should be asking for this. You know, like, like she even showed me that. Like, you saw how much you asked. They asked for this much. So what you doing? You know? (laughs) And I was like, man, girl, you're right. Because it was really big gaps, you know? So in, in terms of even opening up eyes, to how that is shaping out in terms of budgeting because I think you know a big thing in terms of gatekeeping here in Grand Rapids is funding Mm-hmm. You know, money, 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 you know, who's getting the money. And at this time where you have those people e- either showing you like what to ask for mm-hmm. those people who are pulling the curtains on, like these are the people you need to ask mm-hmm. the people who are presenting themselves like, hey, ask me, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's kind of reaching that culture t- to where I feel like. It is that space where it's like, hey, if you do want to know, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're opening up the door. Okay. You know, okay. I, I feel like it's been that space, but it wouldn't have came that way before or until after people were knocking them down. Okay. You know, okay. Um, so, yeah, I feel like Grand Rapids is in a very unique space mm-hmm. to where it's like more of the um, keys are being shown. Nice. But mm-hmm. there, there is a lot of energy coming from people who is like, well, I just want to try to do it myself. I'm not even going to wait. That's what I kind of feel, too. Yeah. It's like a demand <laughs> on, okay, we're, we're tired of just waiting. Exactly. Like, I, I don't want right. to wait or I don't want to have to do it through you. I can just do it myself. So, right. You know, um, which is a great, you know, energy to have, too. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, say, for instance, if you want to have something, you know, or if you want to produce do you know, some, something to grab is do it yourself. Like, mm-hmm. please, please don't, don't wait. Oh, I hope that they know. Because right. <laughs> they might never. Yeah, they, they might never. And, and don't mm-hmm. feel resentful about it. It's just like you need to show yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and pitch, you know, mm-hmm. and really plug in. Because perfect example, um, shout out to Austin and Camp Teo. Like, they, they've been doing mm-hmm. a great job in terms of, um, you know, adding to the party scene. Mm-hmm. But Austin, he was like, hey, like, well, what's the email to Pyramid Scheme? I want to have a party there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's right. like in, in term, instead of waiting, mm-hmm. you know. Taking that initiative. Yeah, yeah. T- take initiative. Like, in yeah. mo- most of the time, especially if you have creative ideas, most of the time people are like, hey, like, we, we want that creativity. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But granted, that's where the information is, is like, we'll ask for what you you well, know our worth yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, ask for what you want mm-hmm. you know shoot shoot for the sky you know yeah. <laughs> type of thing <laughs> yeah, but it's it's yeah. like meeting it in the middle with that like having the initiative mm. but yeah. having the knowledge to yeah. you know do mm-hmm. the thing so yeah, I, I feel like it's huge. yeah mm-hmm. i feel like it's a good energy of that to where it's people who are really smartening up mm-hmm. yeah you mm-hmm. know and um raising the bar to where we are getting more pay equity to where mm-hmm. we are you know being able to do more 
projects and things, you know, in the city. So shout out to everybody who is doing that work. Mm -hmm. That was a great question because if I recall correctly, when we had Octavia on our podcast, what was that, 2021? Was that 22 years ago? I can't recall, but it was was one of our other seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about like the distinguished growth between mm-hmm. like the community, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. community embracing you, and mm-hmm. just like our own experiences of being artists for so right. long in the city, right? Being born and raised here. It's just kind of like you see so many different layers to it and mm-hmm. the growth. So the fact that you're here and you're immersed in it and you've been able to identify, like, wow, I feel like they're kind of the, the gates are kind of opening up a little bit or yeah. there's people who you can mm-hmm. like actually name that you know mm-hmm. individually and personally right. and say they've been a catalyst for this type of change mm-hmm. for um, sure. i think it also sheds a little bit of light on the power of covid because mm-hmm. wow, great really point. a lot of that great point. i feel like a lot of that started kind of during and a little bit like after not that covid's over or whatever i don't even know anything about that but um just to say like the 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 huge difference like there's a Mm -hmm. a very huge difference i feel like people were locked up in covid and they were Mm -hmm. just kind of like i gotta do something i gotta read something something. yeah (laughs) start reading it's just like the numbers aren't numbering the math isn't mathing like something's not right and it causes people to kind of come together and talk about these Mm -hmm. bigger issues Mm -hmm. about the gatekeeping or about the community why can't i go to so-and-so and and say like hey i have this idea Mm -hmm. and they're just not even listening or you know whatever Mm -hmm. whatever other forms of community that there are outside Mm -hmm. of creativity even Mm -hmm. so um yeah i feel like covid was a huge pause for everybody yeah. to even look at the numbers that are being invested in the city like yeah i i honestly so. feel like covid that that summer summer 2020 mm. like Different. city changing summer yeah like mm-hmm. i, I sure. really felt that in real time with just like the change and especially with p- giving more power to the creatives of color here in the city yeah mm-hmm. you know um because mm-hmm. you know of, of course after um, George Floyd was murdered and everybody yep. was just, you know, super yep. charged mm-hmm. up, yep. you know, um, I, I remember being, you know, involved in the Windows GR project and how yep. I really fought for like, hey, this is a time for black artists to speak. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody, everybody else. I remember that you. day. I remember yeah. that day. Yeah. And I, I was really charged up about it because I really was like, if anything, like this is our time to speak to our troops, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so after that, and especially seeing art on a larger scale, like how Windows was able to show you know, in terms of everybody, you know, being locked in, but wanting to find ways to, you know, come together outside. Mm -hmm. It was a really cool way for the community to do that. But I feel like it definitely gave great visibility, you know, to artists to where it's like artists who never were seen before. It's like, oh, shoot, you're amazing. Like you're, you're in this city. Wow. You know, and and it just started to open up the city's eyes. Like, dang, we do have some dope artists Mm -hmm. here. Like we should actually tap in more Mm -hmm. like that. That was my biggest Mm -hmm. frustration, you know, with Grand Rapids and Art Prize and all that. I was like, dang, y'all are not investing in the local artists here. And it blew my mind. It was like, dang, why why are y'all doing that? So I remember just really, you know, asking them the questions during that time like that this is the time where Mm -hmm. black and brown artists especially like we should be able to speak to our truths and i really just saw a change of ties granted you know it's still more 
work to be done. But I I felt like that definitely just gave, it was a big shift. And I'm so happy and excited to see, you know, how things are just continuing to evolve. Mm -hmm. And I hope we're able to, you know, take over it all. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're well on the way for sure. You know, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, we just had that podcast a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Yeah. 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 And that's actually, that was inspiration for that question specifically. Because I was like. Um, you know, being that black history member, just thinking about, especially your positioning and knowing yeah. that you've been in the city for so long, and mm-hmm. just, you know how much you've seen and all those type of things. So, it's being yeah. able to to not only shed light on stuff, but be able to be educated, um, I think is really important. But the initiative and the 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 you know being really being really intentional about trying to learn things and trying to understand how are these things working mm-hmm. so I can be able to benefit myself and my artistry and those type of things is really, really key sure. as well. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so I want to finish wrap up with a kind of an activity, I guess you could call it. Ooh, um, an activity. Yeah, yeah. So I have like a playlist. Activity time. I have a playlist on my phone of like. <laughs> okay, let's go. It's called random songs that I sing out loud. Oh, just like, oh I, I like that. Um, so I'm gonna just say a name of a song, and then you can just give like reaction, phrase, memory, whatever. Oh, that kind nice. of. Is this for her? Yeah. Or, or can we? Anybody? Okay, anybody? Okay. Okay. Um, we need buzzers. Keisha Cole, Heaven Sent. Ooh. Wait, what do we? I forget the rules. What so, is that? Really from no, heaven, there ain't right? no rules. It's, it's right, it's, it's just like initial reaction. Okay. Yeah, initial reaction. Um, anything that comes to mind. From, yeah, from, I, I just oh. remember her being under a waterfall. Yeah. You know, just, just yeah. super. You know, flowy. Simpler times. That was, that was <laughs> definitely that a was simpler time yeah. of life. Life was sim- more simple back then. Yeah, yes. what year was that? This is early two thousand. Oh, you no know, oh five was that oh five. I don't know. What I, was that? I'm like, dang. It might have been a, a little bit after 05. You can check if you two, two, go to the album. 05, two, um, they can 10, make, sometime in there. Definitely 2000. Yeah, not, not 7. Okay, wow. see, yeah. Seven. Simpler time. times. Yes, I was in <laughs> high school, baby. Yeah, simpler Man. times. Um, Neo Closer. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yes, I think about strobe lights. You know I think about fist pumping. You got a memory? You got a memory? Just, no, no, no. You know what? Yep. Neo don't miss. Neo does not miss. Mm. I think he is one of the greatest songwriters ever. Mm. Personally, I, okay. he doesn't yeah. miss. He Heard. does not miss. Besides that, well, versus though. <laughs> oh man! Why, why did you do that? I'm why did sorry. you do that? I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> but shout, shout out, Neo. Uh, hey, shout out to you. Yeah. He's not a live performer. He's not a live performer. That is hilarious. But he doesn't miss. He can write a song. He can write a song. Asia's like, nah. I'm not I, folding I, I on that. I watched that verses. I yeah. saw it. Song for song. She said, I'm not folding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, it's all coming back to me now, Celine Dion. Ooh. The nineties. Yep, nineteen ninety eight. The nineties and yeah. um, being awakened like three o'clock in the morning, like she was on one of those infomercials. Oh wow! Like, like those compilations. Yeah, we're, we're like, scrolling yeah. down the screen and everything. Yeah, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Compilation albums that woke you up in the middle of the night. So just, <laughs> I'm cracking up. So this is one of my favorites. Stilettos. 
Stiletto. Like crime mob and pump. immunization. In the club. Oh, my Ooh, God. That is not a good pump. Hey. What year got, was that? 2004. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love well, that song. I, I don't. Yeah, I see. Know, you bust, yeah. <laughs> wow. Another one of those songs. Um, huh. Tipsy by Jaquan. Hey, chicken. Wow. Hey. Hey. 2005 hey. or 2003. Hey. 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 Let's see. No, that's later, I think. 1990? Wow. What? No, 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 that's no, no. Tipsy. Tipsy was 2000 no. something. <laughs> oh, this is something. They must be. They might yeah, Tipsy. Oh, was it 1997. <laughs> She's a bad mama jama. She's a bad mama jama. Still get the party started. Hey, still party started. All right, all right, all right. Last one. You said what? Ricky Martin's on. I was bumping Ricky Martin. I just. It'd be your own people. It's Latin love. It'd be your own people. Very stereotypical. Ricky Martin, not a Of all the people that you could have picked. That's hilarious. Last one Electric Boogie by. Marcia Griffiths. Mm. I'd have to hear That's that. probably the one yeah, song that I don't know off the top yeah, of the Yeah, I'd have to hear that. Throwback, man. Throwback. Hey. Yeah, that's all I got for y'all. That that's was fun. That was fun. That took me down some, yeah. some memory lanes. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, eclectic. Well, again, first of all, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. This was so fun. So much so fun. Nice I forgot know we were talking on a podcast. That's, that's, that's the trick. That's <laughs> the trick. Absolutely. <laughs> Instagram plug and then any shows you got please. coming up. Oh yeah, as well. Yes, my Instagram is Venus X Flytrap Fly with Two Eyes. Mm-hmm. I will be at Elevation with Sango the Seventh hey. Savon February Seventeenth. Yes. Definitely a hometown show. Please mm-hmm. pull up. It's gonna be amazing. But yeah, I had so much fun tapping in with y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And last I know, thank you for Ivan for stepping in for Mary for doing hey, this. Yes, appreciate you, Ivan. Labra, we appreciate you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Shout out to That Dave. was lit. Shout out to Dave. Dave, Dave. 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 Boom, boom, boom. Always, always. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Next time. We Ha, ha, ha.